Hey, today you're with Chuck Hogan, and we're talking about modern masculinity and the essence of being a man in today's modern world. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, a.k.a. The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So I'm here with my really good friend, Chuck. I look up to this guy a lot when it comes to masculinity. He's taught me a lot about what it really means to be a man. He's a life strategist for helping people living a legendary lifestyle. Chuck, I'm super excited that you're on the show with us today. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be here, buddy. Um, again, very proud of you and all of the growth and forward momentum that you have. Um, it's a pleasure to be here and, and chat about something that's near and dear to my heart, which is modern masculinity in today's day and age. Um, and this, there's a lot to be said around this topic. So what would you say is modern masculinity? Well, in, in today's culture, modern masculinity is really, if you want to call it the tenets or traits of what it is to be a real man. Um, there's a lot of aspects uh, to modern masculinity. One is actually applauding and addressing the fact that we both have masculine and feminine energy that resides within us. And knowing what that balance is within you can really help create even more forward momentum, but also widely influence the relationships that you'll cultivate while you're in that state, in that presence. Um, it's been widely noted that when people start to look at where they're living, that they will oftentimes run, I'll say, a number of different identities. And one of the mm. things that that's wrapped up in is how they are in work by comparison to how they are in a relationship. By comparison, when we say a relationship, I'm talking with someone intimately. Um, mm. if they're better half, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case might be, wife, husband, um, significant other. And... What's been interesting to watch is, is that you'll see people start to migrate back and forth between certain behavioral patterns that they have. And they go, oh, well, you know, from my perspective, you're not stepping up and being a man. And to your point, so what does that look like for someone? Well, it's as varied as, again, posterior. <laughs> Everyone's got one. And some are better looking than others. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And, and some, you know, are much more utilitarian than others, just meant for sitting. So we have to take a step back and start to understand that today's modern masculinity is really about how do you want to feel? And are you living with a mindful and also heartfelt intention of being your best? That doesn't mean just doing your best because you're a human being, not a human doing. And I know that sounds cliche, but it really is true. For so many folks, they'll sit down and go, yeah, no, you know, I just want, I need to man up. And you may have heard even buddies, you know, when they're joking around, they go, dude, step up, man up. Okay. What does that mean? You know, we kind of throw these terms around frivolously, but who's mentoring and helping people move towards their why, towards their outcomes, towards those feelings that they want to feel most often? Right. And, and I, I know we've talked about before. You said who's mentoring. We've had this conversation before many times where it's just like there is there and there has been a lack of um, mentorship or fathering for men to be that real man in society today. Absolutely. And people go, well, you know, what do you attribute that to? Well, there's a lot of different things. Um, there's more broken homes than ever. before, And, and I'm not contesting for one moment that amazing moms or, you know, single parents or amazing dads who are single parents aren't doing the best that they can. But there's a level of perspective that is lost when that other sphere of influence is not present. And it's not right or wrong. It's just it is what it is. Um, 
some people will find that mentoring and, and, and specific because modern masculinity isn't just about manlyhood. It's actually about masculine and feminine perspective. And it's due in great part to the fact that masculine energy lives to serve. It lives to provide. It lives to create, if you want to call it a substantive uh, space and state of being where it desires to be appreciated and respected. It doesn't need to be adored. It doesn't need to be pandered to because that's what, what masculinity is about. Masculinity is about doing the right thing. Like the definition of character is doing the right thing when no one's looking. Right. And not sometimes, always. But there's been this situation now where there's been a whole, an entire cultivation within our culture of becoming pleasers, becoming folks that are uh, almost like horse trading, giving to get. And so people go, well, come on, you know, really give me an example. And I, I love this one story, which was when my son was young. And uh, in fact, Kevin, I think you and I spoke about this one time, but uh, Cole was asking me and it was when it is early teens, probably about five, six years ago. He's like, oh, hey, so he goes, dad, you talk about, you know, that it's a privilege to have my sisters test and push me. And I said, yes, I mean, it's a great, you get tempered by having that consistent, if you want to call it testing. And I said, but it's done out of love. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I just don't get it, dad. He goes, I'm, I'm failing the test. And I was like, going, okay, okay, buddy. And it was cute at the moment, but I mean, there was really a little bit of, uh, I'll say, uh, inquisitive nature in his voice and a little bit of fear in his eyes. And uh, <laughs> he goes, man, he goes, dad, he goes, my two sisters, he goes, you know, Keely and Marina are just testing all the time. And I go, okay. And he goes, so are you telling me mommy tests you? And I said, all the freaking time. <laughs> he was like, come on. And I said, listen, son. I said, it makes me a better man and I'm grateful for it. But it's I'm not perfect. And God knows. And I married up big time. And my wife is an amazing soul and she puts up and tolerates me. But there's a lot of love there. And he goes, okay, I get that. I get that. He goes, but this test thing. I said, okay. So he goes, give me an example. And I said, well, I said, gosh, you could be in anything. And he goes, so. No joke, phone rings. My wife, I put her on the speakerphone and say, Hey, baby, what's <laughs> And she goes, Hey, just want to know what you all want for dinner. And I said, Hang on one second. I put her on mute and I go, I look at Cole. I said, Listen up. This is the test. He's like, What? I said, Listen up. Goes, Shh. Two ears, one mouth. Listen up. And no joke, get on the phone and uh, back on the line with her. And she goes, Hey, what do you want for dinner? And I said, I think either Greek or Italian. Or I, I take that back, Greek or Chinese, excuse me. And she's like, ooh, and they both sound really good. We hadn't had Greek in a while. And like, ooh, they have that Slovaki. They actually have the dolmas. They have, you know, the pita bread. She goes, oh, that sounds good. I said, oh, but the Chinese, you know, they have that orange peeled chicken. They have the fried rice. They have all, you know, everything that's terrible for you. But boy, it was convenient. And it was <laughs> all, right. all of our woes. And she goes, hey, Chinese sounds great. I said, that's outstanding. So why don't you go ahead and order it and I'll go pick it up and I'll see you shortly. She goes, thank you, baby. Click. I was like, okay. Cole looks at me and he goes, what just happened? I said, daddy passed the test. He's like, what test? <laughs> I, mommy was asking what you want for dinner. I said, no, she was asking what we wanted for dinner. But what mommy was really asking was, is it was not what did we want for dinner. It's like, hey, would you mind burning a couple of brain cells and taking a few minutes? Because I, this is one decision I don't want to have to make. And would you be present enough to give some options in the moment? And so we did, and we gave her a selection of two things that we knew she would enjoy. 
Now, here's where it gets really interesting. He goes, was there a wrong answer you could have given? I said, oh, yeah. He goes, what would that be? I said, well, how about if we try on, I don't care, whatever you want. <laughs> yep. He's like, oh, no, dad. He goes, dude, he starts laughing. I'm like, well, what are you laughing about? He goes, because a lot of my dads or a lot of my buddies' dads are burning right now. He goes, because I hear that response all the time from these guys. And I said, well, then what are you telling that other person? Are you stepping up? Are you actually being a man? Are you being present? Mm -hmm. Because there was a whole lot of appreciation on the other side of that phone. And it was something so simple as ordering dinner. Masculinity is about being present. It's about actually taking a moment and not getting so stuck in your own head and one's own ulterior motives, but understanding how you want to feel most often. You want to be loved and adored. You want to be appreciated. Then step up and be loving and supportive. Mm -hmm. And there's a tendency, and I've been there myself, where judgment starts to creep in. And when you go into the mind, it starts to become an issue. Because now when you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in your heart, you're smart. And if you can live in that heart space and you're connected with someone at a deep level where you're not just like-minded, but you're like-hearted. And the biggest difference in those truly, Kevin, is that being like-minded, and this happens in businesses and it happens in relationships, people will couple with someone who thinks the way that they do. They go, man, but we just click and they answer my, you know, they almost finish my sentences for me and it's just remarkable and it's, it's amazing. And then they're like going about six months later, they're going, man, there's nothing exciting. It's like, we already know everything about each other and it's getting kind of boring. Well, what are your hopes and dreams? What is it that you're growing towards? Have you shared what your outcomes are, what you want to have happen together, where you want your lives to be? Are you, are you growing or are you just stagnating? Are you thriving or surviving? Mm -hmm. And masculine energy has this insatiable need to go ahead and continue to cultivate and grow. You know, it's a hunter gatherer, not just in food and foraging, but also for information and connection. And when you connect with someone at a heart level, now it's like hearted and like minded. You can have the same outcomes and goals, same focus. But what happens now is when you're like hearted, you understand the whys. And there's an appreciation where people will actually step up and they've got your back. They know your outcomes. They know why it's so important to you and they honor you. You give permission. So that means you're absolutely vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Is that the bare essence of masculinity is vulnerability. And a true masculine man has the strength to be vulnerable. He has the strength to go ahead and wear his emotions on his sleeves and not to show it's not weakness. It's actually connection. Because it's not like wallowing in self-pity, but when something moves that individual, he's not afraid to go ahead and express himself and say, wow, that is really deep. I felt that. And right. I've never seen feminine energy back away from that because it's a the very deep level of connection at that point. Right. That's so true. The ultimate strength is vulnerability. Uh, without question. That. Yeah. Well, we could talk for a really long time about masculinity, and there's so much more to be said, but we are cut on time. So where can people, I guess, find out more about you? I know you said you had a website in development right now. Um, do you have the, the, um, what the website is going to be? Yes, it'll actually be uh, legendarylifestyles.com, uh, and awesome. uh, it is literally about living a legendary lifestyle. It's about where do you want to live, how do you want to live? And cultivating, um, not just your masculinity, but really is about relationships. It's about cultivating your uh, outcomes and guidance in business and in life and health and vitality, your spiritualism. 
um, we've developed a, a pretty cool format. And it's really about a concierge, uh, if you call it, call it strategist lifestyle, where mm -hmm. uh, based on your outcomes and goals, we actually have a team of people that come together and they have specialties. Uh, if it's in sales and marketing, if it's in, uh, if you want to call it um, overall cultivation and uh, culture creation for your business, if it's for your health and vitality, if it's wealth, uh, if it's, uh, if you want to call it relationship building. Um, and the secret is it's all about relationships. So uh, that's the cool part. And so that's I'm very awesome. excited. It's a little different approach, but boy, it's it's been valuable so far. And people really seem to be enjoying it because you can do it a la carte or you can actually do it where it's a full lifestyle commitment and you're held accountable. You know, this is that's not about awesome. So, yeah, I love it. Well, thank you again for joining the show. I really do appreciate it. I learned a lot even from this small talk. I always learn from you. You're amazing. So thank you again. Oh, much love, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, um, Kevin. Thank you for everybody listening. Go out there, put some heart into everything that you do today.